Hi, Greg. <laughs> Dude, don't, don't give away our trade secrets. I mean, you can just edit it out and post. <laughs> <laughs> I do edit it out and post. Actually, also, I don't think it records when he says not recording. Right. I think no, it was Hey, don't mock Craig. I'm just fixing my mic here, guys. Don't mind me. Don't mind me. I've been all up in the club for a year. He's on some hey. other shit now. <laughs> that's the only thing they got to laugh out of Emily. Of all the stupid shit I've said so far this morning, that's the only thing she was like, huh, that's kind of funny. The other thing from a funnier person. You did not. Don't lie to me. Yeah, we're recording. Yeah. Well, we're not like super into it yet. Fuck. You guys still there? No. No. <laughs> I'm gone. My microphone is too heavy and it won't. <laughs> and I have a really cheap bar. Like, uh,. Armature and it won't like yeah, stay up. Like off brand Hershey's bar? Yes, I have an off brand Hershey's bar that's supposed to hold up my microphone. Yeah, I think that's your problem. Do I still sound okay though? Yeah. Alright. Uh, let me see. I have a thing for this. Alright. Hello and welcome, Internet, to Aiming for Mediocrity, the only show where all of the hosts are hungover and uh, the Points are made up, right? Is that what, is that what we say? That's sure. why my head hurts. I'm hungover. <laughs> today on the panel, <laughs> today on the panel of mediocrites, we have Jordan. Say hello. That's me. Hello. Thank you. I said it. Say hello. And then Dave, say hello. Hello, hello, hello. hello. No, I said say hello. God damn it. And then, <laughs> and then I am your host, Terry. Everyone knows me. I'm say like hello. Mr. Rogers, but no one will let their kids talk to me. <laughs> that's probably for the best you know i i gotta imagine that now that i have kids people find me less creepy but i still look the same you know i still have the same beard and i still wear the same hentai t-shirts so and then they say please don't be my neighbor <laughs> <laughs> you move into the neighborhood and they get the fuck out i mean that's yeah that that's always been true I'm the only person when like they knock on the door and they, they go to hand me like the jello or whatever the hell the neighbors do in the fifties are like, oh oh sorry, wrong house. <laughs> <laughs> Actually this was for somebody else. I just I have to go wash my cat. Uh thank you. They get in the Werther's moving van original. that brought me there. You can have that. What's that? That I have a Werther's original, you can have that if you want. <laughs> I love a Werther's original right now. That sounds like it would hit the damn spot. Mm -hmm. Does anybody else feel like they're aging into their personality like very gracefully? No, (laughs) (laughs) nothing graceful about it. My birthday is tomorrow morning and I have never felt older in my life. And I know that, that, duh, like that's how birthdays work. But like, man, do I feel it today? Mm -hmm. I feel like the aging process is me just falling down an exceedingly long flight of stairs and every year is one step. Yeah, but like, unlike when you were younger, you just don't get up when you hit the bottom. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. stick for a little bit. 
Nothing makes you feel older than when you fall and you're like, you know what? Just leave me here for a minute. Like, just I need I need a second to myself. I also don't think that my back could support my weight if I were to stand at the moment. All right, just just give me a minute. I'll I'll catch up. You go on. <laughs> Every day, I feel like I make more and more noises as I try to like I right like just the, the noises. <laughs> Like yeah. the amount of noises that I make, just like adjusting to my chair. Like I'm not doing some physical activity. It's not even me standing up. It's just like, oh god, I need to turn to the left. Fuck. Oh, oh look god, at that sun over that there. Muscle today. Oh, yeah. fuck. What muscles that? I don't know. Whatever is in between back and gut. Yep. Getting off the couch, I scoot off the couch. You scoot off the couch and let yeah. gravity do the real work for you. Yep. It's, it's uh, like, I didn't think there was a muscle there, but it hurts like there's a muscle there. Right, right. Like, if there's not a muscle, what is there bulging out? Like, what? Yeah. Oh, it's a hernia. That's what that is. <laughs> Shit. It's arthritis incarnate. Like, do you guys get aches yet? Just, like, for no reason? There's just, like, yeah. parts of your body that are just sore. It's like, well, where did that come from? Like, why does that hurt? I didn't do anything yesterday, literally. Bed sores. I think right. My my, I've I've been starting to develop like a little bit of like carpal tunnel and and stuff like that. But even if it's not carpal tunnel, when I'm looking at the list of stuff, it's like none of them are good. Like nothing <laughs> on the list is better. Like like oh, sometimes like my hands just ache, and I'm always like, well, it could be arthritis. So I was like, oh, that's great. And she's like, or it could be carpal tunnel. I was like, okay, keep going. When do you get to like the the rainbows and, and and chocolate bars like where's the happy one where's the one like oh it's just this she's like no that's not on the list like well, it's just all old <laughs> well, the, the last one on the list is amputation so. right the last one is just like i have scurvy or some shit gout <laughs> leprosy gout's no joke man yeah i used i used to host a show called for the love of the games cast and my co-host had gout and they're just like Dude, like that fucking sucks. <laughs> like, like, how do you how do you make somebody feel better when they have gout? You don't. You put them down. That's the only thing you can do. <laughs> they have no options. Because like that's one way. of those gout's one of those things that just like you just have to wait. Mm-hmm. There's literally nothing you can do to make yourself feel better. Stop eating a bunch of junk so that it doesn't continue elsewhere. True. Yeah. Yeah. That's and that's that's one hundred percent what you have to do. But it's still like well that uh. Well, that stinks. Like, <laughs> I guess we, I guess I wait this one out. I guess somebody get me some cucumbers or some shit. Trying to just yeah, like more... cut this off. <laughs> I don't need it. The more I think about it, the more I realize, like, yeah, I probably should eat more greens. Yeah, that's, definitely. That's we all should. Happen to me if I can <laughs> on the path of what I've always done. Exactly. One of the things I was looking at yesterday, like I was frying up ham, you know, as I want to do, and I realized I hadn't had anything but meat and or carbs in like several days like whole days had passed like moons and suns had gone overhead and i had not had anything but but the flesh of another creature yeah we <laughs> I was had like a, oh no we had a 51 percent off coupon for uh hungry howie's so of course Ooh. we spent what would have been like 60 bucks but instead it was about 30 jesus yeah, I was expecting you were like, I got a large or an extra large. You spent no. sixty dollars worth on pizza. Well, we got how many pizzas large, is that? We got two large pizzas. We got uh, a large salad. We got uh, wait, hold on, a large salad wings. Yeah, like is that what it's called? Like if that's what I, is that what I ask for when I go there? Salad. 
It's it's a Seinfeld bit. It's fine. We'll con- we'll continue. I'm sorry. I'm just fucking groceries. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, it was some good. We got the the chicken ranch, chicken bacon ranch pizza. Chicken, First time I've had chicken it. bacon ranch. It was delicious. Did you get a liter of cola? What was that? Ranch the vegetable. I said, is ranch a vegetable? Uh... Is mayonnaise an instrument? <laughs> Horseradish isn't an instrument either. <laughs> Apparently, the show has just evolved into us, like just talking about <laughs> SpongeBob memes. We could just do a SpongeBob podcast. I mean, I'm I'm always down. When I was looking at the list of podcasts, I have uh, I when I set out to make the network can't be killed. You gotta plug it, even though you're listening to it. But I gotta plug it anyways. We have lots of shows. Um, when I was looking at the list, my goal was to have a some sort of creation go up on their site every day of the week. I'm only missing two. I have one proposed show that um, I, I have a host for, but she's really, really busy right now. So I was like, okay, I can't do that one at the moment. And then I have nothing for Saturdays. But every other day of the week, I have a podcast and or webcomic or something going up. And I was like, I need to get a better job. I think. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is happening? And I like, like, why, why am I doing these things? Yeah, that's what happens when you don't sleep anymore, or when you sleep the exact opposite shift of your significant other. Thank you, honey. <laughs> As Emily wakes me up, she's like, "Well, I've been up for four hours." I'm like, "Oh, okay. Well, I'll, <laughs> I'll stay up an extra four hours to make up for it." She's like, "That's not how it works." And I go, "Shh, I'm recording." <laughs> it's a long and then she goes, shh, 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 "I'm I'm divorcing you." <laughs> Is that what she says when she just puts the pillow over your head? Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, shh. Let this happen. She murders me. Just standing it's over fine. you creepily, just saying D I V O R C E. It's fine. It's fine. No one needs to breathe. At least we didn't get like the um the what's what's the Pixar movie with uh, my brain is not working, guys. What's the Pixar Finding movie? Nemo? No, no, with the little robot. Wally. Wally. At least we didn't get the Wally apocalypse. Like we're clearly into some sort of pandemic, you know, Resident Evil type situation. Probably yeah. closer to Children of Men because it's not like there's not zombies running around. People are just dying. So like at least we didn't get the Wally one where we all just became you know two thousand pounds on that spaceship that looked really comfortable. That's yeah, the I mean, next one. That's the one I wanted. I'm I'm making it sound like I didn't want that. That's like my dream. Mm-hmm. You, you weren't you weren't selling it very good. <laughs> No, no. It just sounds so good. Floating right. chair, you don't have to do anything. Is anything more American than the characters <laughs> in Wally? I don't I don't remember. Were were the the smoothies they ma- they like drank in that were were those made of human? I think that was the theory, right? Is like yeah. there was nothing else organic or sustainable. It had to be human. Right? And then Fred Willard was the old captain. Yep. Which he passed away on Friday. Did you know that? Shit. Yeah, rest in peace Fred Willard. That was the moment of silence. I don't think we meant to do that, but you know who else uh, passed away that made me sad? Who? Jerry Stiller. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. I did see that. Fuck. All these awesome people that we're never going to get to see again for like shows and whatnot and our reunions. Mm-hmm. Like Jerry Stiller is like a depressing one. Like I, I just wanted to hear him say "Serenity" now one more time. <laughs> 
He's amazing. I remember the first time I saw him in something was way before Seinfeld because I I didn't watch Seinfeld until I was like way older. But when I saw Heavyweights, did you guys ever see that one? Mm-hmm. No. No, you never. Th- it's on Disney Plus, Dave. You should check out Heavyweights. But it's uh, it's about this fat camp, and um, uh, what what's Paul Paul Feig, the guy who directed a bunch of really really fun, co- like comedy movies. Um, you know, excluding the new Ghostbusters reboot, he directed like Bridesmaids and stuff like that. A bunch of episodes of The Office. Okay. He actually acted in it, and it's about him and a bunch of other guys who run a fat camp. Like they're the they're the camp counselors, and the kids are really awesome. Yeah, like um, I, I can't even name all the fun people. It doesn't really matter. But like the of this fat camp, the kid like no one's really losing weight there because it's more just about making the kids feel better about themselves. Really, really uplifting story. But then Ben Stiller buys the camp from Jerry Stiller, who was like the original oh. camp counselor who just wanted them to have fun and stuff, and. And his, I think it's his his actual wife too. I think it was both of them. Like they always are. And oh, I think, and he's like a fitness trainer or something. Yes, yes. And Ben Stiller okay. comes in, and he, he's like, he's and he's super crazy and mean. Yeah, I've, I've okay, I've seen parts of this, but only like on like Thanksgivings or something when I'm like at someone else's house. Yeah, it would play on the Disney Channel on holidays a lot. Yeah, yeah, and it's but it's on Disney Plus, and I really recommend it. It still holds up. It's freaking hilarious. It's but it gets way crazy, dude. Like eventually, like they kidnap Ben Stiller and like torture him. There's a torture. There's several torture scenes in the film. God, yeah, leave, totally leave worth it. Nineties Disney man. Nineties Disney gets dark, but also like you got to remember, like they own like Miramax and like Touchstone, so like yeah. they made like Quentin Tarantino movies and. And shit like that. Like people when they think like, oh, Disney got dark, they got like black culture and stuff. I'm like, I'm pretty sure they also made all of the Quentin Tarantino movies. Like <laughs> and if not, they at least made like oh no, the, the clerk clerks and stuff like that. That was uh that was the Weinsteins. But still, I think there was some relation between several other really raunchy movies in the nineties and oh, Disney. Yeah. The eighties was really dark for Disney. They made a movie called like uh fucking it was like Black Hole. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. Yeah, that was exactly the same time as uh, Race to Witch Mountain and all of the other ones that were like, "Oh, remember Disney trying to scare the fuck out of you? They yeah. did that." There's okay, some Nightmare Fuel coming out of the '80s. Speaking of Nightmare Fuel, I want to pitch the show because I want to get everyone to do it. Once a month, we watch a decom. Just sign up before I tell you the next movie, though. I need I need okay. everyone in on this. Okay. Everyone down? Okay, good. So one of the first Disney Channel original movies is a movie called. Mr. Boogity. Mr. Boogity. Mr. Boogity. So it's like the boogeyman, but it's Mr. Boogity. It sounds like silly, you know, like, like oh, like, like, work it, no boogity. Like, <laughs> let's, let's go racing, boys. Yeah, boogity, boogity, boogity. Let's go racing. No, very not NASCAR. So the pitch is way darker than the title. So the pitch is this family moves to a house in New England and the house is haunted. Oh, like like you've never heard that story before. Every house in fucking New England is haunted. Except they go like super dark with it. It's like this dark like pagan type thing. So there was like the the Puritans that moved there, but there was one guy who like can, 
like convened with the devil and made a deal and sacrificed witches and like took over the town. That's Mr. Boogity. That's who is haunting their house. It's basically this like emissary of Satan. Okay, and, so so it's like Scooby doing the witch's ghost on steroids. Exactly. And it's actually frightening. It's still also very funny and uplifting in a couple different parts, but it's really well acted. They got a bunch of really like big name people for the time. Like this the movie came out in the, the mid eighties. But it was still like, Jesus, like really, really dark and actually really frightening at times. And then they made a sequel and weirdly enough, still really good in a full feature length film. Like it's like an hour and like 45 minutes. Huh. It's called Bride of Boogity. And it's again, it has silly moments and stuff, but it still has some really scary shit in it. And that one's all about, obviously, like Mr. Boogity coming back and, and stuff like that. But like the family like leans into the scariness because like, everyone in town is like, oh, they're crazy or whatever. So they buy um, a wax museum that's in town and it's all mm-hmm. but it's like puritanical like bent. So like there's a lot of like uh, like what what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know, like pilgrims, but yeah. wax figures. <laughs> As, as one does, natural progression of things. Exactly, exactly. So we should totally watch Mr. Boogity and Bride of Boogity. Oh, there's a sequel? Yeah, that's what I was saying. There's Mr. Oh. Boogity and then Bride of Boogity. That's the sequel. Okay. okay. Yeah. I think I'm in. Oh, perfect. Perfect. And then we watch Brink just because you got to watch Brink. Brink is a good one. Gotta skate better. Dave, have you seen Brink? I don't think so. <gasps> what were you doing in the 90s if you weren't watching Disney Channel original movies? Playing Nintendo. Oh, but you could play Nintendo while watching. No, you couldn't. No one had two TVs in the 90s. Everyone had. Yeah, right. (laughs) I remember the first time I saw a picture of picture. It blew my mind. Right. The fact that the TV that I was watching had multiple inputs already blew my mind. But the fact that you could watch both inputs at the same time, I think I still am reeling from it a little bit today. I was like, oh, my goodness, we can play Smash Brothers in the bottom right hand corner of the screen while your grandfather watches baseball. Oh, man. On a 20 inch TV where the little screen of Smash Brothers is like four inches. Exactly. You know what we would call back in the day, the big TV. Yeah. (laughs) Do you remember when you had like two TVs in your house? You're like, oh, dad, can I use the big TV? Yep. (laughs) 14 inches. wide. (laughs) What was the aspect ratio on two TVs? Four by three. It's just like a square box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man it's so funny do you remember like parents being upset when you put something in that was widescreen they're like ah hate the letterbox it was like but you see more like nah it's missing everything from the top and the bottom <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> trying to explain that to anybody like now they're like oh yeah that makes sense but like we're accustomed to it back then people were like are they cutting off everything what are they trying to hide that's up there <laughs> it's like no but they they cut everything off the sides that was my favorite thing that like my dad was like it was like he had a conspiracy theory he was like what was up there you know like what they cut off is the chick with boobs out up there what what's going on (laughs) it's like watching the first couple of uh seasons of the simpsons on disney plus right now it's all messed up exactly like is it dumb is it dumb that I, I was so hyped to watch all of The Simpsons because I've never seen all of The Simpsons. I've seen lots of episodes over the years. It's hard not to. It's been on for like 30 years. But I, I wanted to start it from the beginning. I wanted to watch every episode. I would understand more of the jokes. I can Google the ones I don't get now. But but you can't see all of it. So I just decided not to watch any of it. Is that silly? Is that No, stupid? I did the same thing. Yeah, but that... Okay, Dave. All right, now I think that just cements that it was silly. Like, I don't okay. think you saying... 
I think us being in the same boat has never been, oh, this is the right decision. I Look, mean, I just a... came here to have a good time. I'm feeling pretty attacked right now. <laughs> there's a huge outcry about it. And oh, totally. I, I don't know what I've read about it, but I think there's uh, some sort of push to fix it. Oh, no, it's happening. Yo, yeah. They already announced, Disney Plus announced okay. that they're fixing it with like within the month. It's like supposed to happen in June. Okay. Yeah. So, like, no, no, no. Like, people were mad and they're fixing it. It was just like, normally, if I'm part of the mob, I'm like, oh, I'm part of the problem. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm agreeing with the people who are yelling on the internet. Oh, there's something wrong. I need to mm-hmm. drink some more coffee or take an antihistamine. Yeah. I mean, that's like, what they you, do, right? That moon makes If you create a show right now, if you create a show and like features most, like, like, not mostly, but like a lot of visual gags, and then the best way to, like, watch that show it loses a lot of the visual gags and you're missing a lot of the content right and that's kind of what my my thought was was like they especially over the years as it started to go widescreen they would put more and more in there so i kind of wanted to see the progression i wanted to see where they started with the background gags right because like spoilers i work on a web comic and me and my wife are writing another comic and one of the things i love to do is sprinkle things in the background like so I, i put a little note there or she comes up with funny jokes to to draw so there's always something to look at basically and like i got that idea from watching things like simpsons so when i found out that you really couldn't like do that on disney plus i was like ah i almost want to wait then i want to watch it right yeah Mm -hmm. but it's also it's a silly comedy show you know i want to rewatch solar opposites because there's tons of that in there solar opposites is hilarious it's just more rick and morty they kept like they were kind of talking it down a little bit it's like it's from a creator rick and morty but it's different it is not different like it does not feel different than rick and morty other than it's a little less focused it just feels like a spinoff of Rick and Morty. 100 yeah. percent. Like they could definitely be not just because like the animation is exactly the same, but like all of the it's the same type of jokes. You can really see where like within Rick and Morty. Exactly. Like Dan Harmon gets a lot of credit for like the story of Rick and Morty, but you got it you can you can definitely tell watching Solar Opposites where, where like, Justin Roiland. Where Justin Roiland, exactly. Because he he is a big part of it. Just watching that, I'm like, oh, okay. And I know they have other writers, too. It's not just Justin Roiland. Like, there's other writers that came from Rick and Morty on there as well. But I don't know their names because they don't burp into a microphone as often. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, let's get into two golden guns. Are you ready, guys? Two golden guns. Blah, 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 blah. This week, we're changing it up a little bit, okay? We're not going to talk about Nicolas Cage because last week, oh, man. There was so much Nicolas Cage going on. This week, okay. we're talking about John Travolta. Okay, I was going to say, like, why are we here if we're not talking about Nicolas Cage? I know, right? You, like, if, what is... you, if you bring in John Travolta, then I'm back in. Okay, so what I discovered the other day was that there is just a Travolta.com. Have you visited it? What? Okay, hold on. Do not tell me anything. I need to see this naturally. <laughs> Jordan, I'm going to need you to pull up Travolta.com as well. Give, give, give me a moment. <laughs> And for the for the listeners at home, you also can visit Travolta.com. It is John Travolta's official site, and it is not secure. <laughs> there is no HTTPS here, okay? It is HTTP only. You are fully you are fully in danger when you go to John Travolta's website. Oh my god. So this is basically just his uh what's the word for it? Like uh when you go and audition for something and you bring your portfolio, that that's yeah, when you bring like your headshots kind of thing, like your resume kind of thing. Yeah, it's ba- it looks like his portfolio. Okay, you would think John Travolta speaks for himself. 
And and I know obviously like that sentence sounds real dumb, but I mean the name. Like not him speaking for himself. Obviously, John Travolta can speak for himself. I mean just the name. You would think Travolta, okay, you're in or you're not in. Like you know what you're getting when you sign Travolta to a movie. Apparently not. Apparently, you got his filmography, you got his biography. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of last year when Jeremy Renner's like, I got an app. Like, oh, what's the Jeremy Renner app? You know, like if you want Instagram or Facebook, but just for Jeremy Renner. Oh my god. <laughs> That's what this is. It's just Travolta.com. Like, why? <laughs> <laughs> so, the, so the opening page is John Travolta in the kind of funny blue. I really like that. With a very low res picture of him from like 20 years ago to the yeah. left. At a French angle for some reason. And this is the official site. Hello and welcome to my website. I hope you'll take some time to look around and enjoy the photos, videos, and updates. Thanks for stopping by. Love some squiggly mark that I'm assuming is his signature, which doesn't look like anyone's signature. It starts with a J and then a line. (laughs) Wiggles a little bit at the front and the back. Guys, guys, we can sign up for his newsletter. Okay. Oh, shit. The, his new the, okay, I, it's probably in danger, but I'm gonna send it to the official can't be killed Gmail. Are, are we gonna start a bit that's just us reading the official newsletter? Start the bit. Oh, Dave, Dave, do you think I was not prepared for two golden guns? Do you think this was not on the docket? I'll oh, send you the docket so you can know that can't be killed creations at gmail.com, which you can also email right in for any of our shows and or business inquiries. And uh, Travolta.com is now sending that newsletter there. Subscribe. So it has full like instructions for how to get an autographed picture of John. <laughs> what are the instructions? What do you have to do? Do you have to like pray to the East? What do you mean? Instructions? Well, it says, you don't looking, just sign up? looking for an autographed picture of John, you'll need two nine by 12 manila envelopes. Address one envelope to yourself. <laughs> place the correct postage on this envelope. Fold it in half. and place They don't it tell you what the correct postage envelope. is? They just say pre- place the correct postage? Well, it has... Uh, a couple lines below that. Correct postage. You live in the United <laughs> States. Place a dollar twenty postage stamps on the envelope. I'm just picturing some person in Bolivia. Like I need it. Uh, <laughs> I need this picture of John Travolta from American Horse or not American Crime Story. Just holding the pinky up. Just, hmm. Okay, so I'm I'm on the filmography page. <laughs> and is it different than IMDb? Are there secret movies that we don't know about that you can I, only see on I his official know. filmography? But but the the movies are are listed. Uh, I'm assuming in somewhat chronological order, like from like newest to the top, oldest. To the okay, bottom. hold on. So I knew about the fanatic. We talked about him several weeks ago, starring in a movie that was directed by Fred Durst with Devin Sawa. Mm-hmm. But I did not know about the Poison Rose. Okay, but I. My, my my point here is that you can click on this little button to see movie data sheet. Okay, what is the, the what is the movie data sheet? It's click, <laughs> click on it. <laughs> it. Just says it's in theaters August thirtieth. Yeah. That's the data. <laughs> okay, what if we click on a movie that we know is already out? What if I what if we click on Trading Paint? You know that makes like Dylan McDermott and Trading Paint. It's the same thing. It just has the release date. Wait, do you mean? Dylan or uh, Dolman McRoney or whatever. <laughs> There's the two guys. There's Dylan McDermott uh, and then the guy. So I'm trying to think of different movies. Uh, did you watch the campaign with um, Will Ferrell and Yes, 
He's did the, I watch a movie starring Will Ferrell? Yes, Jordan. He's the campaign manager. Yeah, I know who Dylan yeah, McDermott yeah. is, but oh, okay. then there, there's another guy. It's like that people get him confused with. It's like Dolmer McRoney. It's like a very similar name, Dylan McDermott, and uh, okay, I'll get back to this bit. It's fine. I looked up Dolmer McBrony and it did not match any documents. <laughs> okay, listen, I, I, it's Dermot Mulroney. That's a name, Dermot Mulroney, and you'll like recognize Mulaney, him. Too. He's, he's, but he's Mul- a, Mulroney, Dermot Mulroney is a real oh, actor. The guy, the guy in uh, uh, what's that show? The New Girl. Yeah. Well, there's New Girl, but uh, he's uh, what's her face's boyfriend, fiance guy, and later on in the show, uh, in New Girl. Nah. Well, yeah, but the 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 other one. He was in Netflix my best friend's wedding. With uh. William H. Macy is the main character of it. Why can't I think of what it's called? William H. Macy is the main character of a show on Netflix? Yes. What? Really? Shameless. Shameless. Uh, I don't know. I don't really watch Shameless. I didn't really like it. People love it because they talk about like, oh, it actually shows like poor people. I'm like, except for the writers (laughs) don't understand poor people at all. There's an episode where they talk about how because they have no like they have no credit that she could just get a gigantic credit line and they open a business except for mm-hmm. that. Is, apparently, the people that write the show are either rich or have no credit themselves because that's not how credit works. If you have no credit, it is worse than bad credit. You cannot mm-hmm. get any credit. You can get zero things. <laughs> wow. Because like, again, if you don't know about being poor, that's wrong. <laughs> Not that I would know. I'm extremely back, rich. And then the bank guy's like, oh, you have no credit. Then yeah, he's and he's like, you can definitely have your house back. Money. Yeah, you can have all the houses. You can have a $100,000 <laughs> loan. It's like a whole It's like a whole arc. I'm like, I, I can't watch this show anymore. <laughs> like, this show is stupid. <laughs> and it is like, I talk about it like, because that one thing, it's actually a really funny show. But that one thing yeah. bothered me a lot. But anyways, back to what really matters. The Poison Rose. Has anyone seen this? Have you heard about this? Not. No. Okay, I'm, so I'm, apparently Morgan Freeman has now stooped so low to be appearing in directed DVD <laughs> titles with John Travolta again. So everyone Google the Poison Rose at home. Well, I'm, I, know, I know nothing I'm about looking, it. I'm looking at the data sheet. <laughs> I'm not seeing anything. Uh, oh, it looks like it's something about card playing. Oh, man. I'm so in. Oh, Famke Jensen is in this? Of course. Do you know who that is? Nope. She was uh, not Storm. She was Storm in X-Men. She was not Storm in X-Men. That was Halle Berry. <laughs> she was Jean Grey <laughs> in the X-Men movies. The not good ones, which are most of them. <laughs> Brendan Fraser? Yes. Of course. What else is he doing? Brendan Fraser stars in a DC Universe app television show. He's got time. <laughs> and by stars in, I mean he just lends his voice to. Like, he doesn't do the acting for Robot in... Oh, right. In uh, uh, DC Universe's Doom Patrol. Ooh, Speed Kills. That looks like a good one. I still gotta keep talking about Life on the Line. Have you guys watched this yet? I have not yet. I have not spent the time. Do you want to watch John Travolta pretend to be John Wick for a good hour and a half? If you do, go watch I Am Wrath. Okay. So the whole movie starts with his family being killed or kidnapped, something like that. So now he has no reason 
to no longer be an assassin. So he's back and he walks up to a wall and punches it just like John Wick. Well, I mean, John Wick is the floor, but punches it and pulls out his two golden guns. They're not two golden guns, but he pulls out his guns and he's like, I'm back. And he's got to take down the people and get revenge. Huh? Except for he kind of has to move like Steven Seagal these days. So it's like him walking very slowly up to people who could just run up to him and punch him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh God, I love John Travolta. So, like, so, this is a hidden John gem, Wick though. Meets Taken, meets meets every Steven Seagal <laughs> film, yeah. minus the ponytail. So, what about his biography? Do they say anything on here that we didn't know? This is the most know. Scientology website I have ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> like, more than several Scientology websites. Huh. If you click on photos, guys, there's a section called Rare. What? rare <laughs> there's jet with two t's and then a section called rare and it's just photos that i've seen already of john travolta <laughs> there's one that looks like they photoshopped him into an old-timey picture kind of like forrest gump oh yeah like the sepia like exactly <laughs> where it's like the bad photoshop but then again sean penn is in the picture so maybe it's not actually old <laughs> but <laughs> It did just look like they photoshopped John Travolta in there. There's one with him and his long hair from Bubble Boy playing the violin, which I know he doesn't know how to play. Like mm-hmm. I can guarantee it. And then there's one that looks like it was taken right after he did that Levi's commercial back in the day. If you're not aware, John Travolta's first acting gig was a commercial for jeans. I don't remember if it was actually Levi's, but it was one of those. And it's just him talking about how comfortable they are on a wood porch. It was very strange. Huh. And then, but my favorite one out of all of these, there's three photos with him with the really short hair he had in the mid 2000s that look like it's right off the set of Basic, which is my favorite movie of all time. Basic is a lot of fun. If you haven't seen Basic, it's basically a really bad whodunit where John Travolta plays an ex-military. They make it sound like he was a lawyer, but also some sort of really high-level Marine slash prosecutor. He did it all, man. He did it all. He, he did. Fuck him if they can't take a joke. And th- But he has to go and solve this murder case about who killed Samuel Jackson. That's right. Did I bury the lead? Samuel Jackson is also in this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and does he say motherfucker? Several times. Oh, yeah. Well, there's there's also Mandela. a picture of him with... Is, is that Nelson Mandela? Yeah, that's what? Nelson Mandela. <laughs> what? Wow, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was just scrolling by. I just assumed it was another picture of Morgan Freeman. I was like, because I went by really fast. I was like, oh, it's him and him and Bill Clinton. And then you're like, no, you stopped. That is not Morgan Freeman. That is Nelson Mandela. Why is, does he have a picture with Nelson Mandela? And is that's, that also Photoshop? That's Nelson Mandela posing as Morgan Freeman posing as Nelson Mandela. <laughs> I also see a picture where it looks like it's him with Hall and Oates and Michael Jackson. What the fuck? <laughs> Who is this man? <laughs> He's immortal. Okay, guys, I take it back. These are rare. Because <laughs> I had never seen a photo with him and Mandela before. Oh, God, this is genius. And I, I know this is disappointing for anyone listening. I'm sorry. You clicked on a show called Aiming for Mediocrity. I don't know what you were hoping for <laughs> if it wasn't just us looking at these photos. But again, remember, kitties at home, you can follow along. Just ask a parent. Or guardian, if you can visit travolta.com slash photos category slash rare 
slash. And you too can see John Travolta and his okay, rare so photos. I'm, I'm curious, what is the jet with two T's? <laughs> I don't know, but I just recognize that the first photo was not him and a woman but, I've seen before. It's him and Lady Gaga. Right I, before I he said Del Dazeem. Oh, okay. Oh, Jet must be his kid. That makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> I was expecting something like him with like some sort of diamond like setup. Okay. Anyway, we cannot. I. We, we're just gonna lose all of this. We're just gonna be looking at this all day. Let's move on. Move along here. That was yeah. two golden guns. Hold, hold on though, because there's another <laughs> section called aviation. Yeah, he can fly. Yeah, yeah, but the the first picture, <laughs> actually, quite a few of the pictures in here don't feature a plane at all. <laughs> <laughs> the the first picture is just him, like, at what looks like some sort of like press event. Okay, you're right. Suit. Then there's a plane, but then he's he's dressed in a captain's uniform in the next picture. No plane, unless <laughs> the girl next to him is secretly a plane. Oh, she could be a transformer. <laughs> Third picture, he is in the cockpit of a plane. Okay, I I've got I want to give you guys a little bit of a history lesson here. So those two photos are from "Look Who's Talking" too. Okay, yeah. Where he is, in fact, a pilot, which makes no sense because in the first film he was a con man. <laughs> no, he conned his way into being a pilot. I think so. I think that's. I think that actually is a minor plot. Is that like he was really close to getting his aviation license, but he is a pilot in the second one. And guess who's talking that time? It's not the kids. It's, it's the, the dogs. dogs. <laughs> Anyways, and then if you go down the middle photo with him and the the tie and the long slick back hair, that is from a little movie called Swordfish, where oh. Hugh Jackman plays a hacker who can hack faster if he can type faster and. No joke, a line from dialogue is, how does he know how to do this? He goes, it just comes to me. <laughs> that is how he hacks. It just comes to him. Uh, Halle Berry also is in that movie for no reason other than to take her top off and to talk about wanting to fuck both John Travolta and Hugh Jackman. It's really a low point in her career. Oh, the same reason why she was in X-Men? Well, hey, no, she does not talk about <laughs> fucking Hugh Jackman. She talks about how she can shoot toads with lightning. Yeah, that's true. I think this is a lot about the movies I like that I have a segment on here called Two Golden Guns and I love Face Off and John Travolta and Nick Cage, but also my favorite line from any X-Men movie is the line where she says, what happens when a toad gets struck by lightning? The same thing that happens to everything else. Am I the only person in the entire world that thought that was funny? It is funny, but not for the reasons you think. (laughs) (laughs) I love it, okay? Fuck them if they can't take a joke. I think that that was great. In fact, I'd say it's the one redeeming quality of that movie. <laughs> that when Hugh Jackman gets kicked in the balls, but apparently he's got metal balls. So, How many lines of dialogue did Toad have in that movie? One, and it got cut from it, didn't it? I, I think all of his lines were cut from that film. I did not hear that man talk until he played Darth Maul. Yeah, and then he only said two lines. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, he hasn't had a great career in that aspect, but he can do backflips like a motherfucker, and that's what matters. Oh, yeah. I'm really curious of why they why they cast him as Toad. Of all the things, like of all the people, like he would have been like Gambit. He would have been like perfect as Gambit. He's Australian. Oh, 
which Gambit's not Australian, so I don't know why I said that. Like, it means something. <laughs> Americans cared. Gambit is Cajun. It's not even close to the same thing. <laughs> but, you but you anyways, know that a general viewing audience wouldn't have given a shit. As, for some reason, did I confuse Gambit with being Australian as a child? Is that just like a repressed memory? I mean, maybe. It was hard to read his accent in most comics. Probably right, right, and I also like I couldn't like pronounce Monsherry. Like I don't yeah. know what the fuck that was. I was you like, know, we're we're from Northern Michigan. Never fucking talked to anyone with that accent. So you know, trying to read that for the first time, I was like, what the fuck is this? No, it, like for for people, if you need context, everybody from Northern Michigan, other than us, apparently talks like Boomhauer, because people from the Midwest, we actually talk pretty fast. It's a lot of opes and stories, like like just like you would hear from Canada, but we also talk very quickly, but. There's a strange affectation from Northern Michigan that has a Southern draw. So everybody sounds like Boomhauer from King of the Hill. You know what I mean, man? Yeah. <laughs> That's just, everyone. Just dang all go. Dang all go. <laughs> and they're full of full of uh, grizzly chewing tobacco and Miller Lite. Some of these photos are aviation. There's several of him standing in the desert, which is very aviation-like. You know, that's where people fly. <laughs> it's near the desert. What what is this? This weird like wireframe plane. Is well, that that is, that that is like a picture. Flyaway home or some shit. Yes, one hundred percent. Well, no, not flyaway home. Flyaway home was Anna Paquin, wasn't it? I don't know. I just remember there being a movie with geese. Yeah, that that's Anna Paquin and um Jeff Daniels. That is okay. not, and it was not geese. It was ducks. Thank you very much. Oh. Yeah, goose is Top Gun. <laughs> but I do remember him being in a movie with like a low rent plane like that. Huh. Or or that is just a picture of the Wright brothers <laughs> and one of their <laughs> one of their creations that he just felt he needed to put on his website. Or is this a picture from Life on the Wire too? All I know, guys, is I think we need to create another spinoff podcast just called Two Golden Guns. Like, forget it being a segment on this show or podcast within a podcast. It is now just a separate podcast where we talk all things Nick Cage and John Travolta. Yeah, sounds about right. It does sound about right, uh, which sadly... Our time slot. Oh, my goodness. Well, I like I said, I need something on Saturdays. <laughs> so that was Two Golden Guns. Guys, thank you so much for, for uh, attending my, my seminar on Nicolas Cage and John Travolta this week. I hope you had fun. I know I did. I oh, know, yeah, I know yeah, we learned fun. something. Everybody had fun. So I now want to direct direct our attention to the fact that we're still all in quarantine. How's everybody doing? Uh, it's going. Are you are you feeling the burn yet? <clears throat> the burn? No, yeah. no, not the burn. But the burn, yes. <laughs> My my wife has started exercising like extremely like she's getting in like perfect shape and I'm just over here like eating cake and podcasting with you fools. Shit. Yeah, it's really embarrassing when you can just hear how how out of shape I am. My my kid's birthday was the other day and we were blowing up balloons. That was my job it was like blow up all of these balloons. And I thought I had a heart attack like after four. I was like, <gasps> and then there was no second breath. That was it. That was <laughs> that was the end of it as I died of the balloon in my mouth. All right, well, well, do me a quick favor. Say the word biscuits. Biscuits. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> Until the biscuits happens, I'm, I'm alive, right? Yep. That's the gauge? Yes. 
That's the Nick Gage. <laughs> uh, has Nicholas Cage ever played a doctor? Oh, he's got to have, right? He's been in four million movies. Two so Golden just, Guns is back on. Back to the filmography. We need to find out if Nicolas Cage has ever played a doctor. I just want now, to see... Now, when you say a doctor, or do you mean someone with a doctorate? Because I'm pretty sure in National Treasure, his character has a doctorate. I, it's I like in med- scuba diving, but... I mean, like, Nicolas Cage, M.D. I mean, that's his name in real life, yeah. but... But, like, I need a scene of him having a freakout on, like, the operation table. <laughs> a, just, B, like, C, like, D... Yeah, just I need like three hundred percent cage, just in a hospital setting. City of Angels plays a man named Seth, an angel on Earth, a doctor unable to believe, a patient with a secret, a love story made in he- heaven. City of Angels, <laughs> nineteen ninety eight, starring Nicolas Cage and Meg Ryan, and going to my inbox right now. <laughs> Hey, honey, do you want to watch City of Angels with Nicolas Cage tonight? It's got Meg Ryan in it. No. Perfect. Nicolas Cage plays a doctor named Seth. You know what's really funny? If you look at the filmography, Nicolas Cage, his name is Seth. Meg Ryan's character is Dr. Maggie Rice. So I think we're completely wrong. Nicolas Cage is not a doctor. Meg Ryan is a doctor. Nicolas Cage is just still Nicolas Cage in this fucking movie. God damn it. (laughs) Okay, so I was reading it as he's an angel on Earth. Get it? Like like he's like a saint, you know? Uh No, 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 guys. Guys, of course. What were we thinking? It's quite literally City of Angels. Nicolas Cage is an angel on Earth. Like Michael. (laughs) I was just going to say, is this a sequel to Michael? Oh, no, but I bet you they're in the same cinematic universe. Gotta be. So, back-to-back viewing, your required homework is to watch City of Angels and Michael back-to-back. Are they on any streaming services? No, I had to buy Michael to watch it. it. (laughs) I bought it on Amazon Prime, though. Like, it was available digitally. And by the way, you can't just find Michael. If you type in Michael, nothing comes up. You have to type in Michael John Travolta if you want to watch that movie. Uh, Bring out the dead. He's an EMT technician. Okay, that's something. That's something. There's, there's a medical background there. Yes. But not technically a doctor. No. Not a doctor. Not, not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> From you, we should okay. Who can do their best impersonation of an end credit stinger? Is that what they call those? A tag, yeah. like the little production tags, end cards. Yeah, the end cards. Thank you. Yeah, like arg arg, which is the Grr, the, the Whedon Productions one. Yeah. Did you, you can just go on all day? That's going to be on one of those '90s kids lists, like. You know you were born in the 90s if... And you can name all the end cards. Stupid monkey. Stupid monkey. Aha, <laughs> uh-huh, I'm Paul. Oh, God, I'm Paul. <laughs> Didn't he have, like, three eyes? He had something? three nope. eyes for some fucking reason. Yep. <laughs> Which Got only made sense after you watched Jimmy Neutron. Like, but, like, that was not the only show that that company produced. So, <laughs> like, all the other ones were like, well, this doesn't make any sense. Oh, guys, guys. What if we just click on the around the web things like the DJ in Zoolander is actually a huge celebrity in disguise or Gal Gadot's stunning transformation is turning heads. Do you want viruses? 
Virus alert. Delete immediately before someone gets hurt. Sorry, that's just a Weird Al song I really like. Yeah, it's a good one. So, I'll talk about what I've been doing in quarantine. I've been hitting the pavement. Is that a is that a turn of phrase? And have you been driving? No, I've been like writing shit. Like okay. <laughs> what's the turn of phrase for that? Listen, I've been working. <laughs> so day job gets done. I play with kids for two and a half hours, three hours straight, like to make up for the fact that I had to work all fucking day. And when they pass out, then I start writing. So me and my wife are about a chapter in on our graphic novel, which doesn't sound like a lot, but graphic novels are about a hundred pages long. So we're we're pretty deep into it, right? Nice. Yeah, we got about 20 pages. And then I start working on the webcomic, which is now up. You can read uh, issue two today or whenever you're listening to this in the future. This is probably a month out, so you can probably read issue three or four <laughs> but, um, of D and Do This, my webcomic. Check it out. It's on Tapas. It's over on can'tbekilledcreations.com as well. But that's been really fun. And then starting the whole podcast network, I've recorded some 400 fucking podcasts. I've been doing interviews for persons of no consequence and meeting random people and getting over my anxiety by talking to strangers over the internet. That's really Ooh. fun. I just did an interview with a friend of a friend named Melinda. She directs morning shows in Portland. Huh. But here's where the story gets interesting, Dave. She cut her teeth directing for seven and four news. Really? Yeah. Do you remember seven and four news? Vaguely. Vaguely. It's one of the local news channels where we grew up. They would report on things such as all of the snow in northern Michigan. And then when the snow melted in northern Michigan, (laughs) those are the only two things that happen. Yeah, usually. But anyways, yeah, so that's what I've been up to. You guys doing anything fun? I know I saw Jordan was posting pictures of some arts and crafts today. Mm, Yes, arts and crafts. Yeah, I made a, a sleeve for my laptop and my MIDI keyboard out of a pair of old jeans. So how does one go about coming up with this? When you go, I have these old jeans, I should craft things out of them. Well, it initially started as uh, I need something to uh, just further protect my laptop and my backpack. Not that and of course, the first thought isn't enough. Right. The first thought isn't some sort of canvas material or a pillow. You go denim. What protects me? Denim. What needs to protect my computer? Denim. Yeah, of course. And this <laughs> this particular pair of denim was no longer serving me well. Uh, it was it was split in the crotch. You of know, course. as as, 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 as it get, happens. Yeah, as as one you know, does. Splitting the, the crotch a lot. They get split. They get split. Do you do the splits a lot? This is something you told me. You were like your first thought was like, yeah, you know, from doing all the splits. Is that something that you do on a regular basis? <clears throat> well, if I'm being honest, no, I, don't, <laughs> I, I can't do the splits. So why is the crotch split? I don't know. <laughs> it lends me to believe this was not great denim in the first place, and maybe it's not going to be a great cover for your no, computer. No, no, it, it's pretty good denim. Is just the most. <laughs> Did you find it under a bridge somewhere? No, no. I, uh, it was frequently worn under bridges, but never found. <laughs> There's there's a whole arc of it's always sunny in Philadelphia where they talk about all the things that they find under uh, overpasses and often Charlie Charlie finds denim underneath bridges and boils it and that's where he gets his jeans from. <laughs> well, you know, he now finds that some I, good denim. 
now that I think about it, it's probably split there. You know how uh, Coach Steve in uh, that that Netflix series, Big Mouth, uh, Big Mouth, he does those stretches where one leg's in the back, one leg's in the front, and he's kind of like hands on the hips, stretching forward. Yeah, uh, the Goku. Yeah, right? I do that a lot. Oh, okay, okay, all right. <laughs> I, those are almost that's like kind of like the splits are like doing lunges kind of thing i get it yeah yeah so yeah basically <laughs> yeah. i just i, I just yeah. made them to protect my laptop a little bit more because i am just super so my my main thought it. is like when i wear jeans because like jeans actually are not that like protective right like it's more like they're durable so yes. it's like you can get caught on something like they're fine like friction wise like you're gonna cut a hole in jeans pretty easily that's why you don't wear jeans when you ride a motorcycle you wear leather so my question is what are you protecting your laptop from like what what are you doing that you're just more, like you know what i need here denim more from scratches than anything just right I, 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 when you say that like yeah that comes yeah. comes to mind well because it's like an anodized metal uh laptop so it's i mean overall a durable laptop so it'll can you spell itself. anodized for me uh and 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 anodized fremulon okay so it's an anodized metal laptop so it's pretty durable anyways it's a durable laptop the backpack will protect it in itself but i'm more so like when i put more things in my backpack i don't want it to like shake and bang against things and dent and you know get scratched up so denim so I got I I have the internet uh their its definition of anodize. It is to coat a metal, especially aluminum, with protective oxide layer by an electrolytic process in which the metal forms the anode. Huh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know. <laughs> So I get it. They'll protect it from scratches. I get it because the anodized layer is not enough, right? We can all agree that. Like, if there's anything yeah. we can all agree on, is that that anodized layer is just not enough to protect the laptop from scratches. Well, and it's also like I move it around a lot, as one does with a laptop. You know, I move <laughs> it from downstairs, upstairs to the bedroom, and but you know, it's always like, on your lap, right? Yeah, yeah. Where, where your lap goes, it see. Also. Oh my, oh my God, that's actually the genius because where your lap goes, it goes right. So you're wearing denim, it's wearing denim. They blend in together. That's right. That's like a fashion statement. If I'm wearing jeans, so should my laptop. (laughs) (laughs) I am America, and so can you. (laughs) And I don't think there's anything more American than covering your laptop with jeans. Yeah. The the only way it could be more is if you put a pocket on there. Another, of course, a denim pocket. And you just put, like, Cheetos in there. Yes. Mm -hmm. Has anybody else been missing Cheetos, like, in quarantine? Oh, yeah, I've totally been missing Cheetos. You know me. Listen, they make other things. <laughs> it's Frito-Lay, isn't it? Yeah. So you get, you missing Fritos then? Piece of shit. I know yeah. that you're lactose intolerant. God. I'm going to throw well, it in my I've, face all the time. We've been getting barbecue lays delivered to the house. That's, that's the thing is, like, when when we do the, the, the delivery of the groceries, you know, because we're we're living that high on the hog, we're pretty good about not grabbing, like, snackies. You know, it's like, let's grab ground beef or chicken or whatever, and we'll cook with it. We're not ordering Cheetos and Doritos, Dave. Well, you're just doing it wrong. I think so. That's my point. I'm giving you shit, but I'm like, man, I need to order some fucking Cheetos is what, yeah, I'm, like, what I'm seeing here. Like, it's there. It's available. 
God, I'm about to make some bad decisions, guys. I'm for it. It's it's almost your birthday. It, exactly right. Let's, tomorrow's my birthday. Speaking of which, uh, how many cameo appearances do you have set up for me, Dave? Oh, I've I've got something coming. <laughs> So I was trying to explain dirty. He's like, so what did you guys talk about last time? I was like, well, again, not great content for our audience, but me and Dave had a blast <laughs> discovering cameo. <laughs> Who can we get for a hundred bucks? So we talked about it last week. This is the game I want to play to finish out the show is we are going to return to our cameo roots because that's fun for everybody listening. Oh, right? awesome. We're going to cast our cameo movie. We each have a thousand dollars is the rule. So everyone go to cameo.com and you can you can play along at home. Um, get out a piece of paper where write one thousand on top of it. Give no other directions at the top of it in case the government finds it. They may not know. You do not want them to know your business. Yep. Make sure you log into a VPN before you do this. Of course, of course, log into a VPN. Express VPN. We're not brought to you by them, but I have it. So Yeah. I use uh private internet access. Do you really? Yeah. How much is that one? I was like, I don't even remember. I think I paid like three or four bucks a month or, but I paid by the year. So however much that adds up to like, I don't know, hundred bucks or something. Yeah. It's, it's, it's around there for express VPN too. I did the kind of funny. Um, uh, if you listen to the kind of funny podcast, they are sponsored by express VPN and I use their, uh, coupon code, uh, which I think is probably like kind of funny or something. I don't know. But uh, give them some credit because they're awesome. Uh, but I use that mostly just to watch The Last Dance on Netflix UK. Is anybody else watching that? Anyone else watching The Last Dance in the UK? Yeah. No. What? No? It's the Michael Jordan doc. Well, it's the Bulls documentary, but really it's the Michael Jordan documentary for the 90s Bulls. No one? Okay. It's really good, even if you don't give a fuck about basketball. It's just an amazing documentary series. Okay, so one thousand dollars on the board. Okay, hold hold on though, because on cameo there is just a, a guy. Like the label of this is Captain Jack Sparrow lookalike. <laughs> no name, <laughs> just Captain Jack Sparrow lookalike, and he's doing a bunch of weird motions at the screen. Perfect. All right, so what we're gonna do? We're gonna do this like a draft, okay? We're gonna go round by round until oh, you pick two thousand dollars, okay? So round one picks. Who is ready? I'm ready for my round one. All right, Jordan, you are up first. Who is your round one? Lance Bass. Oh, ooh, good one. Not an actor at all, but still amazing. TV host. So really, I, I mean, I can I can believe it. What else do you do after you leave in sync, but host? Yeah, he's the host of the Daily Popcast. Ooh, ooh. So is it a podcast? I would say so. Maybe not a TV host then. <laughs> Still five awesome. Five star review though of score hundred and fourteen reviews. Yeah, but how many of those are you? Uh, at least three. All right, my number one pick is. I gotta see the price and see if I just fucked myself on it. Um, nope. Okay, that's good. Is Larry Thomas, aka the Soup Nazi from Jerry Seinfeld? Ooh. <clears throat> By the way, w- after we you cast everybody, that's when you need, we need to come up with the movie. So that's step two. All right. 
All right, Dave, you're up. Who's your number one pick? Uh, my number one pick is Chris Hansen for $50. Ooh, you son of a bitch. Snake the Hansen. He deal. was my number two pick. But make sure you put down the amount of money next to it. How much was Lance Bass there, Jordan? $250. Two f- Ooh, blowing your wad, man. $250. Oh, yeah. All right. And then, Dave, yours was Chris Hansen? Mm-hmm. I like to call him Chris Hansen. <laughs> for $50. See, that that was my ringer. That's who I was going to surprise everybody with round two. I thought the soup Nazi would throw you guys all off, but Chris Hansen, because what we want to do is for any of our other friends' birthdays <laughs> is, have, is have him say take a seat to whoever it is. Oh my god. <laughs> I want to do it so bad, but uh, your birthday's already passed, luckily. Luckily for you. <laughs> All right. Hi, Dave. Have a seat. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, Jordan, who is your number two pick, my friend? If you're not ready, that's okay. We can, we can move ready. on. You're not ready? No. Oh, Dave, Dave, who do you got? I, I don't have a pick yet. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it going. We'll, we'll just, you know, just search around for Search your feelings. My number two pick is Tay Zande, a.k.a. Chocolate Rain. Oh, you bastard. For forty dollars. <laughs> See, what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna snake you guys on the money. All right. I'm gonna have a star studded cast here. Yeah. You know what? I, I got ooh, you know what? I got I got my number two pick. All right, number two for Dave. Colin Mockery for a hundred dollars. Ooh, that's who I was looking at. That is a good one. I've got my number two as well. It was a hundred dollars? Mm-hmm. Okay, who's your number two, Jordan? Mine is gonna be Kevin Conroy. Ooh, oh, you bastard. I know that was my next round pick. This is I need to just stop trying to hide them from you guys. I just need to to jump in there. All right. See, this is my wife embarrassing me again. She just texted me. She was like, hey, is this a bad time for me to go for a run because the kids? And I was like, nah, it's fine. This is the mediocre podcast at best. They can they can interrupt. Mm hmm. Okay, all right. So, fuck you both for taking Kevin Conroy and Chris Hansen. See, my mistake was thinking that Dave did not remember what happened last week. But apparently he did. It's fine. All right, so my number three pick, this is, I am going to get you guys here, is Simon Rex. Anyone know who that is? Not off the top of my head. A.K.A. Dirk Nasty. Yes. Dirt Nasty? The the rapper? You don't I, know Dirt Nasty? No. Dave, take me take a second for me. Look up Dirt Nasty Dirt Nasty like is it's it, 1980. Is it Dirt or Dirk? Dirt. D-I-R-T. T is in Tango. Also, uh amateur porn star? No, he wasn't amateur, he was a professional. Solo artist. Also starred in Scary Movie Three. Yeah, he was the um, the Eminem. Yes, character. but here's the kicker, guys. Simon Rex. Guess how much money? Who? Simon uh, Dirt Nasty. <laughs> okay. For fuck's sake, yeah, Starler. You know what? Forget it. <laughs> what is it? Sixty nine. Sixty nine dollars. Okay, okay. Uh let's keep it going. D- uh Jordan, who is your number three? 
my number three. I'm not sure. Skip me for now. Okay, Dave, who is your number three? Are you still listening to 1980? Uh, no, I gave up on that. What? We're trying to do a podcast. I can't listen to two things at once. Uh, why do you hate me so much? I don't. So I'm I I gotta tell you, I'm gonna spoil it right now. My number four was the Todd from Scrubs. But Ooh. he just was too high, too high dollar count. You know, I gotta keep it low. You know, I got a movie to cast here. I can't be can't be blowing my wad on the Todd. Ooh. Wad five. <laughs> We're still on number three, right? Yes. Ernie Hudson. Oh fucking good one. For a hundred and thirty five. $135. You're getting close, man. Like, you're, you're just spending your, that money. I'm still All right. Good. All right, Jordan. Who's your I number three? My number three is the one and the only Jason David Frank. Ooh. You, you son of a bitch. You know me and Dave are gigantic Power Ranger fans. <laughs> How much? He's 85. You piece of shit. You're just doing this to, to spite us, it feels. <laughs> There's a few that I want, but I, I don't know if I want to go that high anymore. Well, I'm going to throw you guys for a loop here. My round four pick, Santa Claus. $20. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take that. Take that. Who do you have that fucking delivers presents to everybody around the world? No one. Okay. Well, maybe Lance Bass. I feel like he seems like a good person. He probably does that. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's fine. It's all good. I got Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Dave, what do you got? For round four, I got Will Friedel. Ooh. Oh, Will Friedel, you son yeah. of a bitch. Friedel. How much? 60 bucks. Ooh, that's pretty good. $60. That's a, that's a steal. Sure is. So what you do is you have him say all of his Batman lines versus Jordan's Kevin Conroy saying all of his Batman lines. <laughs> he, did he play Batman? Will Friedel? Yeah. Batman Beyond. Oh yeah, there yeah. Tim McGinnis himself. Yeah, shit. I was I was thinking classic Batman. I mean, no, no. He was also on yeah. Boy Meets World, Girl oh, yeah. Meets World, H E Double Hockey Sticks, World Meets World. No, okay. no, no. Take a timeout on that one. We're gonna, right. we're gonna need, I'm gonna need a five minute timeout. Uh, also, I forget what the name of his miniature painting show is, but it's on Geek and Sundry. Really, really good. I, I really I feel bad that I can't think of the name. I think it might just be like painting with Will Friedle or something like that. What is it called? It is called. Oh, this is the Painters Guild. Oh. They just do different versions. But yeah, he paints minis. He also plays a lot of D&D these days. Mm, good. good. Anyways, Jordan, your number four pick. 
Well, you know, I was thinking I could just continue down the path and just hire a bunch of uh, Power Rangers. <laughs> why do you want to hurt us? Why, why, <laughs> why do you hate us so much? Uh, just because. But no, I don't know my fourth pick yet. What is your problem? What? Get Get your shit together. Okay. Okay. Do you think I thought long and hard about my list? Do you think Soup Nazi was my number one pick because I had thought about this a day ahead of time? No, he was the first one that popped up and I said, hell yeah, I want the Soup Nazi. <laughs> the opening well, line of my movie is going to be, no soup for you. Well, everybody that keeps popping up on my list, I say 100% yes, but then it's just too much money. <laughs> Gotta save that money. <laughs> Is anybody else super excited that uh, Nicolas Cage is going to play Joe Exotic in a TV series? Yes. Soups. I mean, I really wanted to see the the movie that um, Rob Lowe was trying to make. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. I just think I don't think he can inhabit the character like Nicolas Cage. Are, are we on round four? We are still on round four. You already clicked did yours, which is Will Friedle. Yep. We're just waiting on Jordan to make his round four pick. Mine was Santa Claus to remind you. So while oh, we're waiting on Jordan, Santa let me do Claus. let me do a recap real quick. So for my list, so far it sits for round one, Larry Thomas, aka the Soup Nazi, for eighty dollars. Round two, Tay Zande for forty dollars. Round three, Simon Rex, aka Dirt Nasty, for sixty nine dollars. Round four, Santa Claus for twenty dollars. Jordan's list. My, my pick oh, you got your fourth pick. Yeah. Perfect. What is it? Drake Bell. Ooh, Ooh. how much? $99. I mean, I just feel like my list is lacking here. Like this, you guys got some good lists. So for round one, Jordan has Lance Bass for $250. Round two, Kevin Conroy for $75. Round three, Jason David Frank, the White Ranger himself, $85. Round four, Drake Bell of Drake Bellness, $99. Uh, Dave, your list sits at Chris Hansen. For $50. Round two, Colin Mockery of Whose Line Is It Anyways for $100. Ernie Hudson of Ghostbusters fame, $135. Finally, Will Friedle at $60. Batman Beyond. Mm-hmm. Okay, for round five, who wants to go first? I've, I've got a good one. Okay. I'm not going to let you steal my ringer. <laughs> go ahead. Gary Busey for $350. Oh! oh. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. But. I just need to stop letting you guys go first. Oh, I gotta, you have to give me a second here. How have you snaked me every round? Somebody has. It's like you're in my head. It's fine. It's fine. See, here's the thing, though. Because my list is so cheap right now, I'm going to be able to go for 10, 15 rounds past you guys, okay? Oh, absolutely. True. Okay, so how much was Gary Busey? 350 yeah, I didn't want to lose. Didn't want to lose the Busey. No, no, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. That's a, it's an important pick. All right, Jordan, do you have yours ready? Um, just about. Okay, my round five pick is Michael Rosenbaum. Ooh. Wally West. That's Lex Luthor. Good one. Oh. All around good guy, Michael Rosenbaum. Mm-hmm. Rosenbaum. For a hundred and forty-five dollars. Yep. My first big pick of the night. 
You know what, guys? You really should just click on the other category and just look around there because we have some winners. You got Dr. Drew. You got Craig Shoemaker. I don't know who that is. The Sklar Brothers. I know who they are. Why aren't they just in comedians? Terry Boers, former sports talk show host. You know, winners. Entrepreneur Ed Bullion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I've got mine. Okay, round five for Jordan. Your pick is? Chris Rankin. Who is Chris Rankin? Why does that sound per- familiar? Percy Weasley in Harry Potter. <gasps> 30 bucks. He is out for 30? What? <laughs> Why is he so cheap? Is his career not going well? Or is he just a really good guy? He might just be a really good guy. He seems like a really good guy. When you just look at him, you're like, ah, oh, you're probably just a, you're just probably a really, really good fucking guy. <laughs> Great fucking guy. Great fucking guy. <laughs> okay, so round six. Is anyone else ready? I'm ready. I'm ready too. Go ahead, Terry. I, I snaked you last time. Go first. Thank you, Chris Gethard for thirty five dollars. Trevor himself from the office, or Chris Gethard from the Chris Gethard show. <laughs> Many other things. Very, very funny comedian. All right, Dave, who is your round six? Um, I'm going to go with Ed Asner for $200. Oh. <laughs> oh, is he still alive? Apparently. No. I thought, yeah. I thought he died, but he's still he's on here. I thought he died, too. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, um, where do we start with with Ed Asner for listing what he's done over <laughs> 60-year career? Uh, J. Jonah Jameson. He was J. Jonah James. Oh, as an actor, yes. Like yeah. I mean, from a voice acting standpoint, yes. Yeah. For the Spider-Man '90s animated series, I thought you meant in the live action. I was like, was he one of the, like? Because he could have been for like the '70s show. Mm-hmm. Um, but what has he done live action? A million things. But I'm trying to find something touchstone for our audience. You know, right. the three people that are listening. Uh, well, again, another voice acting gig, but up is yeah. what mm-hmm. I went to. Uh, yeah, I don't think they would recognize any of these. My favorite movie he's ever been in is El Dorado, which is uh, a great uh, John Wayne film. Oh. He was, See, my- was he in Gargoyles? Oh, he was he was the older Gargoyle, uh, Hudson. Oh, with the beard? Yeah. Ooh. And the sword? Elf? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was an elf. He, was he played one of the, yeah, he played one of the, one of the, the Santa Clauses in there that, that Will Ferrell yells at. Oh, no, no, he plays actual Santa. He's the real Santa, isn't he? Maybe. I, I think he was. I think so. he was the real Santa. Elf, Ed Asner. Yeah. Yes, he was the real Santa. It's been a long time since I've seen Elf. Sometimes I forget that just Zoe Dachanel was in that movie. All right. Anyways, before we just go further into just <laughs> looking at Ed Asner's IMDb page, this is why people love, you know? All right, Jordan, well, who is your number six pick? I have Stephen Anthony Lawrence for $45. Like from Boy Meets World? Is he one Beans. of the Lawrence brothers? Beans? No, Beans from... Uh, oh, Ethan from Ed and... Or, yeah, Ed, I almost said Ed and Eddie. Ed, Ed and Stevens. Even Stevens Beans? What is he up to? <laughs> I can't even... I just remember him being beans and being like be- he set. So uh, what's his name in real life? 
Uh, Stephen Anthony Lawrence. Stephen Anthony Lawrence. And before I forget, how much money was he? He was $45. $45. More expensive than Chris Gethard. You can really see how they value themselves. Um, and how much was Ed Asner, Dave? Ed Asner was 200 $200. Okay, so, but Stephen Anthony Lawrence has set the stage for every single comedic sidekick on Nickelodeon. So, like, even Steven's Disney Channel, of course, but he's just, like, the wacky character that an already wacky character had, like, a foil for. Like, that was just his only reason to be there. And since then, if you watch any Nickelodeon live-action show, there is a character that is just Beans. Huh. Like, uh, did you ever watch iCarly? Yeah. There's a Beans character on there. I hope, like, hopefully that didn't ruin my entire theory because it might just be iCarly. That's the only show I know from Nickelodeon <laughs> live-action. <laughs> I was I was a little too old for it at that point. Mm-hmm. But his name was Gibby. You remember that character? Yeah, Gibby. Uh, Gibby. Just Beans. Yeah. Okay, so I have my round seven pick. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nathan Dales. Anyone know who that is? I do not. He is Daryl or Derry from Letterkenny. Uh, I was oh. thinking of picking up a Letterkenny. I'll leave this world behind. <laughs> they have quite a few people from Letterkenny, but uh, not obviously um, uh, Wayne. Wayne or any of the people that that have like the notoriety of being there. But like all the people they have on there, because that show is just a perfect ensemble cast. Yeah. So, who is your number seven pick, Jordan? Can you afford a number seven pick? I can yes. afford a number seven yes. pick because I was smart. I was frugal, as they would say. Well, I uh, had an expensive initial, but then you, after did, you that, did. It's, it's been a. Uh, you're, you're now you're dipping down to the discount bin, as they would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How much was Chris Rankin? I missed that one. That was thirty bucks. Thirty bucks. Okay. So uh, Yuri Lowenthal. Ooh. That is 50 bucks. Damn. I need to put more thought into my list, is all I'm saying, guys. I feel like this is a game we need to play again. This is definitely a game that we need to make for the ages. What we'll do is we'll come prepared with the list next time. We'll, oh, yeah. I, I think we'll make this a weekly game. Mm-hmm. We have two golden guns, and then we have our cameo movies. All right. Okay, so. What's the list sitting at right now? Um, I still have my number seven pick that I haven't mentioned yet. Okay, who is your number seven pick? And how much? Oh, actually, before you do, how much was Yuri Lowenthal? Uh, fifty bucks. Fifty dollars. Okay. Dave, what was yours? Uh, Felicia Day. Mm. <sighs> this is gonna hurt. I'm gonna have to pull out all the stops next time. This is just you guys are just shitting on me now. Felicia Day for eighty dollars. Eighty dollars. Okay, so we're gonna have to call it here because we just can't. We're gonna have to finish this off next time. This is too good. This is too good to to let hang. But let's add this up, okay? Everybody, add up their list and tell me what you're sitting at. All right, like remaining or total cost? Total cost that you have right now. Okay. Carry the four. Sixty nine. Nineteen forty five. Okay. 
My total so far is four hundred and seventy-four dollars. <laughs> like I said, this is an ensemble movie. Okay, we're gonna have. It's gonna be one of those cool movies where everybody in the background, or it should just be like a random, you know, extra. It's like no, no, no. Is that the soup Nazi? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that Tayzande announcing at the grocery store? Yes, it is. Why? Because I could. My grand total at the moment is six thirty-four. Ooh, okay, six thirty-four. I am sitting at nine seventy-five. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave. Do you want to close out the day? Do you want to find somebody for twenty-five dollars? Can you search by price? I don't think so. Nine seventy-five. What was the one category you you said we should look other. at? Other. If you click on other, <laughs> where the fuck are the categories? If you go back to the homepage and you, uh, and it'll say featured, and then you scroll down, that like there's there's categories, just like musicians, reality TV, Real Housewives, actors. I'm looking for other. It's the very bottom. <laughs> See, I've got more at the very bottom. Is okay, that... yeah, more. Yeah, same okay. thing. Okay, what do we got here? I'm I'm looking for a winner for twenty five bucks. I can't do Santa Claus. They have the other girl from uh, That's So Raven. Um, oh, the one that <laughs> played the best friend. Yeah, yeah. What's her name Chelsea or something? I just know her as the other girl from That's So Raven. <laughs> that was a little little past my time. Bruce Green from Rooster Teeth, a little too high price for you. Uh, Julia Morales from Boss Baby in the TV show. Ooh, ooh, yeah, you can get the guy who voiced Boss Baby from the TV show. Got a lot of reporters. Um, a couple of the drag queens are cheaper on here. You can get from uh, like RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I was going to say Oscar Nunez. Nope, that's $150. That is too high. There's kids from uh, John Mulaney and the Sack Lunch Bunch for 20 bucks. Really? They're making. I wonder if they're doing other things because all of those kids were fucking hilarious. <laughs> they were way too good for that. Yeah, is all okay. I'm saying. Here's the thing, though. I found one I like. Okay. I don't, I don't particularly know this person, but they're $25. Their name's Molly Erdman. She's Molly Eli- Erdman. She's an Elizabeth Warren impersonator. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. So, I feel like I need that for my movie. So the first pick of round eight and Dave's final pick for this movie is Elizabeth Warren impersonator. <laughs> For $25. And Dave's movie is cast. Alright, so we're going to pick this up next time. Between myself and Jordan. For our final picks. Which are going to be like, let's come with them prepared. for Because um, we okay. both have like five that we were going to need at least. Yes. Yes. Uh, you know, around there. You have some $400. I have some $500 I need to pick worth. Ugh. This is this was a good game, guys. I appreciate this. I think this will make this a mainstay. Two Golden Guns cameo movies. Yes, I will save my list here. And if you loved this, or you know, you just found it mediocre, which is kind of the goal here, hence the name. Uh, you can like, subscribe, drop uh, a review on iTunes. We're also over on Spotify starting next week. So, so yay! That only took forever to do. A lot easier than it used to be. Spotify used to like not approve podcasts unless you like knew a guy. Huh. But now it's just like iTunes, like you just submit it. So it's over there. If you, nice. but if you, what's that? Said nice. Yeah, <laughs> dope. Now you if just you, if get you did actually like it. Platforms. Oh yeah, because <laughs> sure, <laughs> we'll get right on that. <laughs> um, uh, if you did like this, though, you can check out all of the other can't be killed creations, like uh, 
what's the name of this one? This one's aiming for mediocrity. You can check out I Show My Wife Stuff, which is a show where I just show my wife all the things in pop culture she has no idea about because she lives under a very specific rock. Um, you can check out uh, Persons of No Consequence, where I interview people of no consequence in quotations because I interview fascinating people. They're just not famous. It's people without a Wikipedia page. That's literally the only rule for my show. So you can check that out over there. If you like web comics, you can check out my web comic D and do this or every week I, I write and draw about a group of tabletop players and the shenanigans they get to. Mostly it's them rolling ones and crying about it, but there's some funny bits in there. I'm sure. Does anybody else have anything to plug? Not at the moment. Nothing for my Dave. Jordan, you have something in. to plug? I think you should start selling these these sweet denim <laughs> computer cases. These, these laptop cozies? Yes. Well, I mean, the fact that the these two that I made almost broke the sewing machine, it's probably <laughs> not that profitable. <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying, sometimes you got to bleed for your art, Jordan. Okay, yeah. it's not about money. It's about putting the good vibes out there. And what can put out better vibes than denim? Well, and I'm sure someone else could do it better than me as far as not breaking the sewing machine. It's just my <laughs> lack of uh, experience. So what we do is, and again, I'm just spitballing here, is we get a small factory in Indonesia, um, maybe hire some cheaper labor. I don't know, maybe somebody on the younger side, and they can start making uh, the denim koozies for you. Mm. Oh, I'm, I'm getting a no from, from my corporate <laughs> sponsor, a.k.a. my wife. She's saying, no, don't do that, you idiot. Uh, why would you... <laughs> fucking say that i thought corporate was gonna be your kids <laughs> no those are my creatives man no they they're the ones who have control of the money oh that is 100 true <laughs> the only reason why why i need money otherwise i'd still be living we'd be broadcasting this out of a cardboard box somewhere yeah in a van down by the river i do feel the need to say that i was only kidding and i do not support child labor do not farm anything out to indonesia and I apologize to everybody in Indonesia looking for work. <laughs> that was not funny. How dare you laugh at that, Jordan? You are disgusting. Uh-oh. This has been Aiming for Mediocrity, and we're out. Peace. <laughs>